This is the man and the goat. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the latest episode of the man and the goat. I'm Woody, and like always, Ray's here with me. You doing all right, dude? Yeah, man, I'm doing phenomenal. I just uh, just got a little exercise in and got done, and that always uh, gets my blood going, so I'm good to go. How are you? I'm not phenomenal. I'm not actually feeling this whole week, to be honest with you. I've had, uh, it's been, I don't know why the world events have been affecting me as much as they have been this week, but for some reason or another, man, like, normally current events don't depress me, and I've been depressed this week. So, yeah, I'm glad it's Friday. I've got a bourbon in hand, which is what I need, and uh, I'm going to enjoy that on this Friday night and hopefully have a good weekend where I can just reset my mind. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get the feeling of the uh, current events are weighing on a lot of people. So I can understand that. Um, it's definitely, I think it's given a lot of people, a lot of things to think about. Uh, it's been pretty wild. 2020 has been a wild year in general. <laughs> I mean, it's only June, so shit, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel you. If I wasn't cutting back from drinking, I would uh, I would definitely have one in hand as well. Yeah, I forgot to, to remind everybody that the month is actually June and the year is 2020. Um, and you're right, this year sucks. So fuck 2020. I'll say that right now. I'm done with it. I know, man. I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think maybe the the Mayan calendar was off by eight years because this year's totally just gone to shit. Yeah, it's been one thing after another. It's like maybe this is why they they, they looked at 2020, saw what happened, and was like, "Man, fuck that! I'm done looking at this calendar business. This shit's nuts." No, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, you know, I think so. I've started to kind of figure this out this whole thing a little bit better and I, I'm feeling better today because I finally kind of came to a, you know, a conclusion in my mind of how things should be. And, and, but I was struggling with what I should say to the people that I, uh, to the people that I actually influence and lead because there are several of them and, uh, they're, they're of different backgrounds, different, um, you know, religions, races and, and all that stuff. So, you know, it, I guess part of it's been weighing on me because of that fact. And I finally figured it out. So I feel a, a, quite a bit better today to uh, actually, I wouldn't say quite a bit better today, a little bit better today anyway. And, and it's this right here. So really, I think that if you just approach things with an open mind and an open heart and listen to others and their opinions, we may not agree on everything or agree or even come to an agreement but that's okay we don't have to but for whatever reason it's just fascism right now where you're bullied into agreeing with something even if maybe you don't you know and 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 i get it i kind of get the viewpoint of well if you don't agree with me that race that this is right that something is racist then you're racist no you know, that's not, that's not the case. That's not how it works. You know, that's, that's fascism. And, and, uh, we fought against that. And, and it is funny to me that the anti-fascists are the most fascist <laughs> is, is the most hilarious part. 
of of everything. But bottom line is this: I don't care what your damn political opinion is. Um, you can actually fall in the middle of it all. You know, you can be upset with what happened to George Floyd. You can be upset with police brutality. You can be upset with the riots and the fact that they're just out of control. And you can support the president of the United States. You can do all of those things. You can support the police. You can do all of that. You can be all of those things. But right now, you're being basically bullied into being one or the other. Well, fuck you. I don't want to be any of you. Like, no. And and that's what we need, I think, right now in society is people to stand up and say no. And and we can fight for, for all of that. We can You can be for all of that. And the other point I'd like to make is I, I follow some people on Instagram and, and other, you know, other social media things. And people are losing followers because they expressed an opinion, an opinion that other people may not have cared for. But it wasn't like and, and I can understand losing followers if you said that, you know, pedophilia is OK, which a lot of these people protesting would probably tell you is. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. I, I can understand that. Like, yeah, let's not follow this person, you know, but. For them to express their opinion, um, and then you don't follow them, you've lost your mind. You want to? People need to be able to say what they want to say. This is America. That's part of that's part of it. You know, um, I don't know, man. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. A lot of this stuff, and and I feel like the solution is that what I already what I already said. Open your mind, open your heart. Stop demonizing everybody because not everybody's a damn demon and you don't know everything. So shut your mouth and listen for a little bit. Yeah, and no, I agree with much of what you said. I think right now we lack a lot of nuance and everybody's looking at things and binary decisions and exactly what you said, you know, like you can actually be, you know, against the riots, but for the peaceful protests, you know, like there's so many nuanced arguments, but people aren't having those. They're conflating rioters and protesters and looters and protesters and they're conflating you know you say look not all cops are bad and then they're like oh then you're not you know you're not part of the group you know it's like it's groupthink, you know and uh and yeah i think we need a lot more nuance in, in all of these arguments um and i think that the fact that people are seemingly unable to disagree or maintain relationships. Can I just jump uh, in real quick and great. say one thing? If if your yeah. if, if your group tells me that I cannot say or think one certain way, then I don't want to be a part of your damn group. No, yeah, I think you're spot on. <laughs> like, I, I feel like you know these people that are going around unfollowing people. I mean, I'm I'd have to look at individual instances because again, you need nuance. I don't know exactly why they're unfollowing, but I have seen people get unfollowed for for points that even I was like, yeah, I don't know if I agree with that, but I didn't see how it was anyway worthy of an unfollow. And if you go around just unfollowing everybody that you that you disagree with, your social media timeline is going to be like a circle jerk of opinion, man. Like like you're not going to learn anything from anybody it's just oh yeah great job yeah you know it's, it's like it's like uh part of social media is so you can actually you know meet and organize and exchange ideas and you know if all you're doing is exchanging ideas with people that you agree with you're creating a little silo for yourselves and well let me uh, let me kind of set the like stage real quick for, for what happened with that and what i mean by this i mean i follow some people where basically almost everything they say 
uh, or posts, it's not even about agreeing with it because a lot of these people I follow are not constantly talking about politics. See, that's the difference probably between you and I. I don't follow people that are just involved in constant politics because, damn it, I can't stand it. So I don't follow people like that. I'm saying, you know, I follow some people that just, like, I follow a gun guy and he talks about guns a lot. And he posted basically support for basically said, you know, that what happened to George Floyd was ridiculous. That was police brutality. And he got a thousand people that unfollowed him in like one day. Not only that, but this man got death threats to his family and to him because he, because he said an opinion to, to, and it wasn't even a crazy opinion. So that's, that's what I'm saying is, uh, you, you know, these people have lost their mind and it's on both sides. Yeah, no, that's definitely nuts, man. And but I mean, you see it. If you ever, you know, I always say like Twitter's not real life. Twitter, Twitter is a good place to exchange information because it's so open to everybody. You can see, you know, people from all different sides and angles and things like that. But when you go on Twitter, you realize uh, how crazy people are, man. Like they're nuts, you know. And and they will go off at the drop of the hat, uh, and just like that, you know, like. You'll see screenshots of death threats all the time. People show, look, hey, I got this death threats. If you do follow the political spectrum, man, death threats fly around like candy if you voice an opinion that you don't like. I'm sure that guy probably was surprised, especially if you if you aren't paying attention to politics, because right now everything's just so divided and and just like you said, you know, everybody's drawing battle lines and they're they're choosing sides and they're picking groups and uh and so, you know, you get someone that's not paying attention to that. It's very I'm sure it's very surprising to a lot of people. Yeah. It's just, it was, it really bothered me that somebody got death threats, you know, for that. And it happens, so it happens on both sides. It happens on the far right and it happens on the far left, you know. Like, both of those people will, will do death threats on a fam like, on a man and his family. And why? I just don't, like, what? Well, I don't get it, man. Like, I, I can't even wrap my head around it, you know what I mean? And, and, and then just with the whole uh, riots and all that stuff. Yeah. Like I can't wrap my head around that either, where it's like, basically the mainstream media is like, no, no, they're not, they're not writing. You know, like you have this news guy who's literally saying it's a peaceful process out here and a building is literally burning down behind them, you know? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, shit looked like a SNL skit, man. <laughs> like when I saw that, I was like, is this guy serious? Like, uh, I forget who said it best, but, it was like, look, I have I have very few immutable principles, but one of which is if you're hurting, if you're targeting and hurting innocent people, I don't care what your reasons are. It's unjustified. Right? Like yeah. I I may I may understand why you feel that way and I may understand your reasons and, and why you want to do that or why you feel you should do that or why you feel you need to do that. But to me, like it doesn't matter. Like the, those innocent people had nothing to do with whatever the reason is, you know, you feel like rioting. And, and that's the thing is like, I am 100% supportive of the peaceful protesters. Right. And, and, but the riots, you know, I, I just can't bring myself to support riot and looting, you know, like um, even though I'm a hundred percent on the side of that cop needs to burn, right. Needs to face prison time for what he did. You know, I'm on board with a lot of these things, but it was like, I just can't get behind burning down people's businesses and their homes. You know, I saw a guy, he's a father of five 
um, and his house burned down, you know, thankfully, you know, there's a GoFundMe that's got started. And I looked yet, I looked this morning and there's like $300,000 of GoFundMe funds, but you know, that wasn't guaranteed when that first happened, you know, the turmoil that his family got, you know, you know, had to go through as all their house and belongings were burned, you know, and it's like that, I don't, it's like, I don't understand what that accomplishes, you know what I mean? Um, and I think it's more counterproductive than anything, you know, and, um, and as somebody who, who would like to see uh, a lot of positive things um, amongst all Americans, regardless of your race, you know, like uh, I want to see positive change in all these areas because I want America to succeed and everybody in it. Um, so when I see like things like that, that to me are counterproductive, uh, it, it just, I don't know, it kind of it makes, makes me sad, you know, because I want to see things move in a positive direction and it's, and it's hard to hard to see uh that that is moving in a positive direction now whether it is i don't know we'll see it remains to be seen but um i don't know it's hard to see how people could look at that as somehow positive yeah it, I, i'm telling you if people would just open up their minds and their hearts to to other people that's mm-hmm. all that's all that needs to happen and I think that it would it would help, but but you know you, it's almost impossible to do that right now, with mainly with with the media and celebrities and stuff like that. That's mainly who I'm talking about because, like I said, you know I, I, I'm a part of a, a group. I lead several people, and I've talked to all of them, and I've ex- and I've explained to them that you know um, you can come talk to me and express whatever opinion you have. You know I do not care, and I may not agree with with what you tell me. And that's okay, you know, and that's what we need. That's the message that needs to be pushed right now. Um, I feel that people's voices are just being shut down and it's groupthink, like you said, and that leads to dangerous things. Well, that leads to Nazis. That leads to, to Hitler. That, that leads to those types of things. You know, they're worried. About, it's funny because they're worried about Trump being Hitler, but the people that are worried about it are acting more like Hitler, you know, so it's just. I don't think that they stop and actually uh, even think about what's going on. I, I, there's an agenda to some of it, too. And, I, you know, I think that I really do believe, like, what's the end goal of all this? You know, well, I think part of the end goal is to remove the president, you know, to get the president out of office. I really I'd re- I really think that probably in the end, that's what we're going to find out is the true motivation to a lot of these. To a lot of what's happening. But anyway, uh people just need to chill out a little bit and uh and we need to just talk and but not the way that we're talking talking is not you telling your opinion and then i don't agree with it and you flip out and want to ruin me and want and want me to lose my job you know or or want me or want me to be you know i, I, don't, I don't know what the right terminology is but you, you know what i'm saying uh that's that's what talking is right now for a lot of these folks and and that's not what talking means, you know. They're, they're confused. Yeah, definitely. People will, people view you know talking as a chance for them to opine and then try to get you to acquiesce to their opinion. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not what that's here for. Uh, you know, we're here to discuss ideas and exchange ideas. And yeah, the, the whole cancel culture and all that stuff. I mean, that's I don't think that's healthy or good for anything. But on a positive note, I do think uh, a lot of these things are starting to dissipate. I, I I was checking the news today and I didn't see anything about 
uh, you know, riots or anything. I just saw a bunch of videos of peaceful protests and stuff like that. So um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking things might be headed toward or headed towards a positive direction. Um, the only thing that I, uh, well, besides the brouhaha that's happening, you know, amongst like retired generals and stuff, aside from those kinds of types of things, uh, from a normal people level, um, at least, you know, I could be wrong, but the people I follow and the, the things I check, I didn't see uh, much craziness. I think um, everything I saw was all about like peaceful protest stuff. So unless there's a media blackout of this, of that stuff, maybe they realize like, Hey, maybe we're taking this thing too far. I don't know, but um, I didn't see anything like that today. So I think that's a good sign. I think maybe, you know, I think a lot of this too that happened. Um, I think that, you know, George Floyd's death was the trigger. But I think a lot of it had to do with people were cooped up in their house for months and they had all this energy and, you know, you had all these, you know, it was just kind of a, you know, everybody going out, you know, because there's, there's multiple groups in all these things, you know, you had the people that just wanted an actual peaceful protest, then you had people like Antifa, and then you had, you know, all these other, these other individuals and groups that were, you know, seizing the moment. So it's very, yeah, it's definitely hard to figure out. I'm sure there are multiple motives and multiple ideas on, you know, why they need to do this, whether it's political or, or whatever, but um, the good news is I feel like, and maybe this is just a feeling I have, but I feel like we're we're trending on the up, we're, we're on the uptrend now, and I think that's that's good. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully, we can kind of start to get back to normal and get over this virus stuff and all of this uh, rioting stuff, you know, and then we can uh, have some kind of semblance of uh, of normalness. Because I, I know a lot of people are, are definitely longing for that. So I was uh, working on my fence. And there's going to be a video of that on YouTube. So go check that out. I'll be posting that here probably pretty soon on how to fix a fence. that A privacy fence that maybe isn't, uh, you know, level or is falling over. Or is in disarray, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for. I'm, I'm going to be posting a video on that. And I was fixing my fence and... Damn it if I didn't get another damn sunburn, man. I just keep on I just keep on getting them. I think <laughs> like once a month I, I've been getting a sunburn. So and I didn't used to be that way. When I was younger, like I would get one sunburn and then I was good. I had like my base tan and uh I was good to go, but here <laughs> I guess the older I get, the weaker my skin is. Or maybe the, the sun's stronger. I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. But uh, you might want to put some sunblock on next time. Yeah, sunblocks for pussies. So <laughs> I, I'm wondering maybe if uh, Elon Musk didn't poke too big of a hole in that in the ozone layer when he put that rocket up in space, which I thought was awesome and got overshadowed by all of this other shit. But we finally launched another. We launched Americans in the space from American soil. That's something to celebrate. Yeah, 100% agree. I thought that was awesome. And it was nice to, I, you know, took a time from, took some time out watching all the, all the craziness and uh, to watch that and, and uh, it really made you stop and think and appreciate um, some of the other things that were going on. So I, uh, I enjoyed that. And uh, I was pretty happy that Elon Musk and NASA were successful. Yeah, me too. It's kind of uh, crazy to think that it's a private company and, a man outside of the government that made that happen. You know, despite what you may think about Elon Musk, I don't think he's like 
the savior and daddy. I, I hear people call him daddy Elon and, you know, that's a little far, but, uh, you know, it's still good on him for, for seeing that through. And, and I do think that he has some interesting viewpoints on, uh, the whole virus and all that stuff. But, um, anyway, yeah, that was some positivity that really didn't get covered much at all. You like, if all this stuff wasn't happening, that would have been like one of the top things, you know, everybody would have been talking about that. And basically nobody really talked about it. Yeah, definitely would have been like the story. And and yeah, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people I, I, uh, follow and stuff, they, they, uh, definitely praised it, but you know, two seconds after it was over it uh, it was back to, back to the normal stuff. And, and then the, the docking in space, which is a whole nother, you know, aspect of it that was, um, you know, it's very difficult to do, but they, they did that successfully. And, uh, and that, that one didn't get covered at all. I didn't think I saw it and then I didn't see anybody else talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. So do you think we're going to go to Mars? I think eventually, I, I mean, eventually I think it's inevitable, you know, um, I know they're talking about uh, there's a I forget what other planet they're considering because I just I just read about it uh, maybe a week ago because something about the atmosphere why well, it might be too hot or whatever but because of of the atmosphere we might be able to figure out a way to elevate off of the surface and then uh, you can live so many feet above the surface because the the heat or temperature or whatever somehow doesn't affect it as much if it's certain height and it's pretty nuts the the article i'll see if i can uh, find it but i was like man they're they're uh they're pulling out all the stuff man they're you know they're talking about geoengineering a bunch of stuff and uh, all these other things and i think it's it will happen eventually i just you know it's not gonna be in my lifetime probably not even my kids lifetime and maybe not even my kids' kids' lifetime i don't think but we'll see I haven't heard that. So the surface of Mars is too hot? No, not Mars. They're talking about how, um, let me see if I can find it. They're talking about how there's an, I don't know if it's Venus or Mercury or what planet it is, but they're talking about how we might be able to, it might be better to go to this other planet and then here's what we could do to make it work. It's actually pretty interesting. Um, I'll see if I can find it. But the one, one thing I want to cover uh, is I don't know if you ever pay attention to Gen 4 nuclear, but if you're going to travel around space, you need nuclear energy. So we definitely need to, uh, if we want to go to Mars, we're going to need to really start working on uh, how to generate better nuclear power. And, and they are, I don't know if you know that, but there's a lot of Department of Energy programs and stuff that are working on just those exact things. So, um, but I haven't, you know, I haven't really seen how far they are with that or how, how long it'll take to, you know, for the iterative process to go through and, and actually make the type of reactors we need to travel through space. Well, I feel like it does make sense to me that it would, you know, I, I watched back to the future and he used nuclear, you know? So yeah, <laughs> I guess if we're going to go to other planets, really the, 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 yeah, the greatest amount of energy that we can produce or right now is, is nuclear. So, I mean, that would make sense. But Gen 4 Nuclear, that's your thing, man. I, I don't really know much about Gen 4 Nuclear. I know you're big on that. But uh, if if it would allow us to travel further in space, I don't know what it is. But here recently, um, when I was younger, like even go back a few years, just like two or three years, I would have been like, this is a waste of time. We don't need to go to space. You know, like let's not waste any kind of effort or energy or time or money on that. 
But the older I get, the more I'm like, you know what? I want us to go to space. And maybe I watched too many uh, Star Trek episodes. I don't know. Yep. So uh, I just found it. The it is Venus. Well, why you talk about that? I'm gonna freshen up. All right. Sounds good. So it is Venus. Apparently, Venus's surface is is basically just it's too too hard to colonize and too hard to really live on. Um, but apparently, at cloud top level, it's called the Paradise City. So they basically talked about how to build floating floating cities with aerostats and uh, different ways to lift buildings and structures off the ground. Uh, you, you can Google it. Um, I never heard about it till the other day, um, but it's pretty awesome. You know, science, man, they think of all kinds of stuff. So it's pretty cool to see. Maybe one day, maybe one day we'll be able to see Mars or Venus get colonized. And, uh, but I think in order to make that happen, I think they need to colonize the moon and uh and lift off from there so we'll see so while i have you and while woody's still getting a drink um if you haven't heard of gen 4 nuclear the way gen 4 nuclear works is it is meltdown proof um which is pretty awesome and it also eats nuclear waste for fuel so you know you take a gen 2 nuclear power plant which is sort of what we have now gen 2 or 3 and all the nuclear waste that uh that those plants produce you can put it in a gen 4 nuclear plant for waste and the reason why it's meltdown proof is because currently with gen 2 and 3 and gen 1 but they're out of commission everything in order for the gen 4 plant to actually produce energy everything has to go smoothly every every uh you know turn nozzle everything that needs to happen to create the actual uh nuclear energy it essentially needs to be within the limits at all times. The second anything goes out of whack or goes outside of the normal limits, it immediately shuts down and um, it won't work properly. Whereas the Gen 2 or Gen 3 plants, you know, you have like the knobs that people have to have to turn. And essentially the, the, the fission is happening whether or not uh, things are within limits or, or out of limits. So, um, you know, if, if things go wrong, you have to have currently if things go wrong, you have to have somebody like press a button or do something manually to shut down the process that's creating the energy. Right. Well, Gen 4 eliminates that. And, and basically everything has to go smoothly. And the second something doesn't go smoothly, the process of creating the energy stops. And to me, when I heard that, I was like, why didn't they think of that beforehand? <laughs> you know, like I'm sure they thought about it afterwards, but. You know, you're talking about nuclear energy and you know, all the fallout and bad things that can happen. Keep in mind that nuclear is safer than pretty much every energy substance we currently have. Uh, if you actually look at all the long-term effects, it's cleaner. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a whole list of things. But basically, it's not your granddad's nuclear uh, that people are worried about. And there's a lot of misnotions about nuclear and even nuclear waste. That stuff that you see on movies that have, like, the green ooze and all those things, those are – that. That stuff is actually from nuclear weapons stuff and not nuclear energy stuff. So um, a lot of people are just misinformed on nuclear. But uh, once you actually really, really look into it, um, to me, it is it is basically the future. Uh, it's clean energy. And, yeah, now that you can actually use nuclear waste for fuel, uh, it's, it's basically, you know, 100% clean, essentially. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty awesome stuff. Uh, it's worth looking into. Yeah, maybe I'll do a little research on it here uh, one day. But honestly, it's 
never really even crosses my mind. I don't ever even think about it. I like it. Um, I'm hooked on it now, man. I follow like the Department of Energy on Twitter, and so they always put out these like new things that they're doing. Um, they recently just came out with a new fuel for nuclear, um, like new fuel rod type thing that basically turns. It essentially makes uh, Gen two plants into Gen threes, and then they're working on um, all kinds of stuff. So it's pretty cool stuff. But <clears throat> anyway, would you uh, you go freshen your drink up? Yep, I got a fresh bourbon. Nice. I'm jealous. <laughs> I had to. I got to give the old liver a break, man. Coronavirus, and uh, you know, started putting the, the liver to the test. When I, when I don't have anything to do and I'm sitting at home, man, being bored, and uh, I'm, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just have a drink. And then one drink turns into a whole lot more. And uh, <laughs> so I was like, man, I got I to gotta, I gotta quit that. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't really uh, have that issue. I don't really drink that much other than maybe like one or two glasses of bourbon um which maybe that is a lot of well uh, what is it you know doctors recommend like what a shot of hard liquor or, or one beer or one glass of wine isn't that like kind of considered you know okay okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's not that's not i think you're fine no see what happens to me is I, I drink and then my my brother or my nephew hits me up and and they're like, hey, you want to play some Call of Duty or something? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, if I'm not doing nothing, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's do that. And then at that point, the drinks start flowing. And then I don't really realize how much I drank until I get up. And then I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my problem. But anyway, it's fixed. Well, not yet. <laughs> nah, I'm pretty good about just switching on, like off and on. I'm, luckily, I'm not... Uh, I'm definitely not an alcoholic, not even close. So it's pretty easy for me to just go, yeah, I'm done with that. Well, that's good to know. Talking about how, you know, one side's posting all the videos of people kneeling and, and doing all this. I mean, it looks straight up like religion. <laughs> uh, you know, you got people with their hands in the air apologizing for what their ancestors did and all that. And then, then the other side uh, is, is basically trying to show, like, police brutality videos um, to show, like, why the riots and stuff were justified and... Um, that, that's like, but everything is resol- is revolving around uh, the George Floyd thing, and then every everything else is just comments about it. You know, whether it's like General Mattis, he came out and and uh, gave his his you know two cents, which which I, I really respect General Mattis, um, but his characterization of like everything that's going on, I thought was like super. Uh, lacking i mean it was just like you know um there's just so much stuff that he didn't capture that i thought um it kind of just mischaracterized i I was like i have so much respect for him but i looked at it and was like what (laughs) like like i I couldn't even fathom um you know how he left out so many things and then i don't know if you saw the retired uh he's a senator now i think dowd he's a retired marine he came out and just blasted Mattis, and I was like, I couldn't, even, I couldn't even believe it was real because you know, like Mattis is so so revered, but he came out and basically was just all the basically a lot of the stuff uh, that I thought, wait, how'd you how'd you leave this out? Like you know, uh, Dowd captured, but then he used that and just like 
uh, basically like smashed them. And I was like, dang, like to me, it's kind of crazy because you're looking at retired generals that are uh, sort of choosing sides. And I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, you know, if there is an insurrection and you got generals on both sides, that's a little, eh, you know what I mean? Like that, that's some civil war type shit. And I, I don't, necessarily think that there's gonna be a civil war but but like when you see stuff like that then you gotta really start thinking about that you know like um when you got you got generals wading into political battles and choosing sides and uh yeah if shit does go to hell in a handbasket uh yeah (laughs) you're gonna want to know where those people stand well i think that there probably will be a civil war at some point but I don't think it's going to happen here, you know, in the near term. I don't think we're to that. Yeah, exactly. You're right. I agree with that. I meant in the near term. I don't think it'll. I don't. I don't think it'll happen in my lifetime, probably. I hope not. <laughs> I know. I, well, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but there's a there's a lot of prominent Democrats that have came out and said that uh, Trump is likely to not accept the election results, and there's a lot of people that are commenting and they're, and they're like. Basically, by you saying this right now, that's you laying the groundwork for not accepting the election results. And then, well, if that happens, then that would be, you know, that that could be a big problem. Because, I mean, right now you see, like, there's a lot of people, you know, whether it's Antifa or any of these, or even radical right groups, you know, like anarchists or any of those people. uh, There's... There's a lot of people, seemingly, there's a lot more people than I imagined that just want to see the world burn. Uh... And I, I think that you saw a lot of that, you know, when you look at all these cities, you know, that had the riots and you look at the videos, you know, there's a lot of, every one of those riots seemed to have like peaceful protesters there. And then, and then there were, you know, the agitators and instigators that started it all. And then there's a really good book. Um, it's called the madness of crowds. And if you read that book and you saw all these protesters, it's exactly what he, you know, what they talk about in that book, you know, like there'll be a group of, of peaceful protesters chilling. They'll be like, one or two or three guys that will light the match, you know, and it'll be as simple as one person will jump up on the car, start, you know, they, they elevate it, right. It's one person that jumps up and stomps on the hood of the car. Then, uh, and then, so when one person does it, there'll be another person that's a part of the group. It's like group think, you know, that will go jump on the, um, you know, the top of the car. The cab. Yeah. They feel empowered. And then, yeah. Then, then it's, it's almost like if you're going to break into someone's house, right. Somebody runs up, kicks the door in. Then one person will look inside, another person will walk inside, and when one person walks inside, other people are going to walk inside. It's like it's like the group think that's going to continue to just take one step forward, one step forward, one step forward, and no, no one's really, really thinking. And uh, and that that's exactly the kind of thing that you saw at all these all these protests and riots and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I will say, time that people realize how important it is to. Not just own a firearm. Like I hear people talk about, well, you should have a gun. You should have a gun. Well, what's good? What's the use of a tool if you don't know how to use it? So you shouldn't just have one. Because if you don't know how to use it, you're probably going to end up dying anyway. So <laughs> so I advocate for responsible ownership. People should have have a gun, but people need to understand how it functions and, and how to use it. Um, but I feel like if there's not a time, you know, where that that's like reality and then it's now, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of people with, uh, with kids can relate. Cause you know, someone's that's that, yeah, you know, 
you got you got a wife and kids, man. The first thing you're thinking about is protecting them. But there's this really good quote uh, that I was thinking about with that whole group thing. You know, you know, same thing with breaking in, and it says demands for solidarity can quickly turn into demands for groupthink, making it difficult to express nuance. And that's exactly you know what we kind of talked about earlier about the lack of nuance in all these conversations. You know, it's it's people are picking tribes, and you're either part of one tribe or the other, and it doesn't matter you know, what your, what your opinion is because you're not, you're not wholly accepted into the tribe because you don't ascribe to everything that they do. And, and that just leads to uh, bad, bad stuff everywhere. Um, but as far as like somebody breaking into the house, man, uh, I'll tell you what, man, I'm not going to say what I would do because uh, if I ever am involved in this, some lawyer is going to pull the videotape and go, hell, he said, he said he would do this. It's premeditated or whatever. Um, but all I'm saying is that if I'm on a jury and somebody shoots somebody that breaks into that person's house, uh, not guilty. <laughs> like, and to be honest with you, it would be hard for me. To, if it'd be hard for you to give me a reason that would change my mind on that. It's like, wait, you went into his house for what? Why? Oh yeah, not not guilty. <laughs> you know, no, it's not premeditated. Uh, I'm not looking for somebody to kill. No, I, I I'm, I'm, telling, I'm just saying that there's some people that would have that that capability to do it, and some that won't. And it's important for people to realize, you know, maybe if they are thinking about, I'll come after Woody. I'm yeah, I, I'm one of those I'm people. one of those people. That will yeah, not, not. it won't be a problem for me. Okay, you know, but I I have no problem with it. Um, yeah, I guess. And uh, I don't know if uh, if that's called premeditation. I don't think it is. Um, no, uh, I don't think it is. But remember, a lawyer's going to say it is, whether whether you think it is. Well, or not. yeah. Well, that's <laughs> one of the three professions that we don't even fucking need. So yeah, and no, I think look like. This is somebody who is actually considering uh, going to law, but a lot of lawyers have uh, basically their job is to twist the truth and use the law to to get guilty people off. Uh, so, so you know, it is what it is. You know, I think uh, there, there's probably needs for there's probably needs for some reform in that area. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, there's need for reform in many areas the justice system is uh is not actually well the problem is not the justice system because the system is fine it's people not following it (laughs) that's the problem yeah that's that's true and and it's it's you know it's sort of like there's so many i would say the incentives are in the wrong spot right like so right now we have for-profit prisons right so you have they give money to judges and and attorney generals and all these people that are in that are, are you know DAs all these people that run for office to put more people in prison so these people go around bragging about how you know, I gave 12,000 years of sentencing to criminals you know and it's like yeah why why are you being so tough well that's cuz my my number one donor is these for profit prisons <laughs> you know and then there, there's so many like incentives that are in the wrong place that don't really add to justice. And, uh, and then you got lawyers, right? Lawyers there. A lot of them are, uh, a, they're attorneys, but a lot of them work for lobbying groups. You know, a lot of lobbying groups are lawyers that help write bills 
and then they write bills to help out their own crony buddies and then and then they donate largely to you know a political party that writes more laws and then yeah it's just the whole thing's really i mean it's kind of corrupt you know and that like good luck getting tort reform when you have you know like these um large like lawyer unions and stuff that are donating to political parties you know it's just i don't know there's a lot of change that needs to happen in a lot of it but i don't i don't know how how you're going to when uh there's just so much money and profit tied up in all of it and everybody's got their hands in each other's pockets i guess that's why um a poor fucker. Maybe if I started like finding these 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 you know nuanced ways and crazy ways to make some money, I could uh, I could be rich. I'm in the wrong uh, yeah I'm in the wrong mindset. Like I guess I'm just too fucking honest and real where I don't want to fuck over somebody else to to make a buck. Yeah, there's there's some good people too, man. You know, there's I won't say all lawyers are bad. Just like I wouldn't say all cops are bad. But no, all uh, lawyers are bad. There's a lot of <laughs> Well, I mean, you say that till maybe you need one, <laughs> and then, yeah. and, then yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I mean, there's a lot of them do like pro bono work, but if you're talking like, you know, I don't know, lawyer, lawyers, they can be shifty and they can be shady, but they can also protect you and protect your assets and protect your, you know, your family and, and your wealth and those things if you have them. But uh, the best thing to do is know somebody that is a lawyer that will help you uh, a lot of times for free. Well, that's what's uh, fucked up, dude. I, fuck that. That's stupid. I hate that fucking shit. That statement right there pisses me off. The best thing is to what? know somebody. Fuck that. That's the problem with with our fucking society with fucking everything. Well, if you know somebody, fuck no. That's not that's not justice. What do you mean? That I, what are you talking about? I'm saying if you know a lawyer, that so the difference is is if you don't know a lawyer, you're gonna be the guy that's paying seven hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> to do a case you know he they might cut it down to 400 right but if you know a guy and he's your buddy for example right say i say i went to law school right and i passed the bar and i become a lawyer right how much how much do you think i would charge you if you ever went to court? you think that's just what do you mean is that just i'm saying you think that's okay what that i gave you a discount yes. absolutely you're insane <laughs> why would it not be oh my gosh how do you i hope people that listen to this fucking are are paying attention that's the fucking problem <laughs> yeah, so is that it does not apply I, across the board it's if you fucking know somebody no that's not justice that's not the justice system no no i, I said the best way is to do that well yeah obviously the but that's way. the fucking problem is that it's it's buddy system so and that's who fucking gets ahead. That's the whole issue. And that's part of what's going on with the protest. And I agree with that side of it. Fuck that. I I don't know what you're talking about, Woody. Let me tell you this. Hey, if you're a lawyer and your kid is facing a charge, right? Are you going to pay the lawyer that charges 350 to $700? Or are you going to call me? Dude, but it shouldn't be that way. That's wrong. What do you what are, what are you talking about? That's wrong. It's I'm a business. I'm not a prosecutor. I would be a defense a defended a defending attorney. I can't even think of what I'm trying to say right now because I'm I don't know what you're trying to say. You're acting as though people don't cut deals for family members and friends. In the justice system. Like, if you're a defense attorney, you're not a prosecutor. You're not a, a, a federal 
employee. You're not a DA. You're not prosecuting somebody. Those people get paid like $40,000 a year or whatever it is. I'm sure they get paid a lot more, but you know, How they, they you get paid. see the flaw in that? Uh, because a defense attorney is simply a lawyer that passes the bar that opens up his own business. Whereas a prosecutor, now they have, they have pro bono work, right? They have the, um, you know, lawyers that will have to do um, pro bono stuff for people that can't afford lawyers, right? That's part of the law. But I think you're arguing two separate things. No. Right? So everybody, everybody can get a lawyer. What it will, based on what whether or not they can afford it or not, because they'll get one appointed by the court for free, or they will pay somebody that they know, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas what I'm saying is, if you know somebody's good, a good lawyer, right, is hard to find. A good lawyer that will do it for cheap or for free, well, really what you have to do is for a dollar, because you have to be a paying customer, but you could do it for a dollar. Right. And then, uh, is, is like people would only do that for their family and for their friends, man. So perfect, perfect example. Let me ask you this. Did, did your dad charge you money when he helped you build your shed room and board and food? Oh my God. That's my point. See, it's the same. It's the same thing. No, that's a difference. (laughs) That's a huge difference. Building a shed (laughs) and life and death situations of lawyers and, and trials. No, 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 not all, not all cases of life and death. I didn't even say your kid was facing a murder charge. I just said he was facing a charge. I know, but how facing, do you not see the flaw in that reason? It's, it's not. If you have, if it's you, the same if reason. If you have money, then you so, can get the right lawyer and you can pay the judge, you know, and all that bullshit. And then you. Wait, no, I didn't say pay the judge. We talking about pay the judge. That's corrupt. You did earlier. You said that these for profit prisons pay judges. Yes, these for-profit prisons will donate to. So some judges have to run for election. I know. Uh, same thing with like district attorneys. Yes, so they will donate to the thing. Exactly. I think that is corrupt. But me cutting you a deal, it would be the same thing as like your dad cutting you a deal. No. <laughs> right. Like, yes, it's so it's the same concept. Is what well, I'm the saying. Mess, the system <laughs> like, broke. That's why. I, that's why I was flabbergasted. I was like, wait, what are you talking no, about? No, you shouldn't like, be flabbergasted. I'm absolutely like, right in this case. Well, because it made no sense. You have to be rich or know somebody to get a good lawyer so that you don't go to fucking prison. No, that's not true. Well, that's what you're basically not, saying. Not all... No, no, that's not what I'm basically saying. I'm saying true that good lawyers are often expensive. But a lot of even good lawyers have to do so many hours of pro bono work and things like that. Like there's a lot of um, basically like a law firm has to do so many hours. Um, there's all kinds of stipulations behind all those things. But, uh, but it is true that the more money you have, the better legal defense that you will probably be able to put up. Unless you know somebody because then that that guy not no i'm just saying that's how it is though well i know what i'm telling you that's wrong well i think it could be improved upon but i don't i don't necessarily think that's wrong what i'm saying is okay say i graduate and then i get a job at, at the top law firm in the country right 
and it happens to be um, um, I pass the bar in whatever state that you're in. And then you say you or, or one of your kids catches some type of whatever. It doesn't matter. Drug charge. Maybe it's something simple, but it's still a charge. The reality is if you called me and said, hey, I need your help, I would cut you a deal because you're family, basically. Right. So. And that is different than what I'm talking about when judges and are paying are getting paid by for-profit prisons and the judge sends people to those prison, those prisons for longer sentences. And then he gets a kickback on his next re-election, re-election bid. Those are two totally separate things. I don't, I don't like the, yeah, I think the whole justice system needs to be reformed. Like the, the fact that right. the way that people um, get a good defense is only by having money or knowing somebody uh, is a problem. Well, I don't think it's the only, like these pro bono lawyers are lawyers and I don't think they're, they're all garbage, <laughs> but, uh, but you gotta be naive to think that, uh, you know, money's not gonna, money's not gonna allow you to get, you know, one of these top law firms that, that have, uh, you know, a million paralegals and stuff, or that have, tried cases in front of the Supreme Court or have far more experience, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like, I mean, as much as I think, because I agree with you, I think the justice system needs to be reformed. Um, I just, I don't know how you're going to reform that unless you cap lawyers' pay. Fuck yeah, and then If you shit. do that, well, I'm just saying, but if you do that, you're going to have a lot of people that aren't going to become a lawyer. Fuck that, don't and care. Then, depending on what it's capped at. Well, I know you don't, but but then what happens whenever you get uh, you get subpar legal defense? You're gonna get it anyway. The common Joe's gonna get it anyway. So fuck it. Why not? Let's just go to that. Now you know who's gonna be pissed. Mm. You know who's gonna be pissed? Rich people. But I don't give a shit. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, I still think you. I still think you're gonna have uh, <laughs> issues with that. Yeah, maybe. the the real problem. The real problem, I think, is. Right now, our government is full of lawyers, right? And uh, and then a lot of these lawyers know exactly how to curtail the law, right? They know how to get right up to the the letter of the law and then skirt that line, you know. So so hypothetically, it'll be here's how I see that per, that coming out, right? Let's say you cap a lawyer's pay at uh, I don't know five percent of whatever the the settlement is or whatever, right? You're gonna get that, and then you're gonna you're gonna get all kinds of charitable donations <laughs> for for the really good lawyers. So they may technically be capped uh, on settlement payments or whatever, but I have a feeling that there's a there's a way to get get good lawyers extra money. Just like you know, like elections, you know, they're like oh. People can only donate, you know, a certain set amount. That's, well, that's individuals, you know. Corporations can do this. So, like, hey, here's what you do, okay? You go set up an LLC, and you pay me 5% from your individual account, and then you pay me 25% from your LLC account. And then, you know, like, there's so many problems. Is you have a lot of, like, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of shady-ass lawyers, man, that'll figure that shit out. Yeah, that's part of the problem. All right, man, well. I'm going to wrap this up because I'll be honest with you. I'm a little tired. Good conversation, man. Appreciate the talk.
You can follow The Man and the Goat on Twitter and Instagram. Just go to tmntg.com. There you will see a link to Instagram, Twitter, follow those two things. Also on tmntg.com, you will also find some more The Man and the Goat tasty goodness.